All right. Well, welcome back to the Temporal Eternal Podcast. We are glad you are with us. Uh, once again, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and YouTube. And our whole uh, theme and focus is just making sure that we are thinking about eternity, that we don't get so distracted by the temporal things of life, uh, by the temporary things that we miss out on what God has for us here on earth, but what those things are for, which is eternity with him in heaven. So uh, so glad uh, you know, to be back together again with myself, Matt, and Brennan. There was a couple weeks where it was just one of us or, or a couple of us, but it's been a, a little bit since we've all been back together. Um, and also excited because our website is live finally, temporaleternal.com, which is super exciting. So exciting. Donald, you have done an amazing job on it. You have spent so much yeah. time on it. And we got some amazing merch. Like, look at this. If you are on YouTube, you see it. But on the podcast, if you have not seen the merch, we have hats. We have beanies. We have hoodies. We have t-shirts. We got long sleeve shirts. We got more stuff coming that is in the secrets right now. But if you have not seen it, go to temporaleternal.com. And that's where you can see all of it. I mean, get yourself some merch. If you're on the podcast and you don't see it on us like right now, you need to go check it out. If you're on YouTube, go check it out. I'm telling you, it will change your life because it changed mine. R- really stuff cool so stuff. Uh, I'm, yeah, that's right. Well, because you guys, so if, if you guys don't know if maybe you uh, have only listened to a couple episodes, this is your first one. Uh, we're all from different parts of the country. So uh, Matt is from Cincinnati. Uh, and then I begged, uh, I begged, I begged and I begged Donald to put hoodies on the website and it took him like three weeks to finally convince him to say, okay, (laughs) just because I'm in Cincinnati and I mean, Brennan's in Chicago, which is actually even colder than Cincinnati and Donald, where are you? Pretty cold right now. Okay, so maybe I'm a little bit selfish and I didn't think about hoodies because I'm in Arizona, right? And it's like 70 (sighs) degrees. So like hoodies Mm -hmm. aren't really on my radar right now. But I, I do appreciate I do appreciate Matt recommending hoodies because uh, I know a lot. I of know I begged. Hoodies. I didn't recommend. I begged. Yeah, <laughs> we have a foot of snow right now here in in the Chicagoland area, and uh, so yeah, it's it's like frozen tundra over here, and so Brennan we're in need of one. hoodies. You know, so I'm I'm in a t-shirt. Come on, guys. You know. <laughs> But but no matter where you're at, uh, part of the country, we have a shirt or a hoodie for you. And the heart behind it is, you know, that it would be a, a reminder of eternity. Uh, we have an, an, another series going to be coming out in a little bit uh, that's going to be just all about like evangelism kind of focus shirts. But we got a lot of cool stuff for that. And um, some of the proceeds are going to go to some uh, initiatives for gospel-centered media, whether that's videos or websites that we're kind of working on big projects for. Uh, So some of that, the proceeds of it is going to go towards uh, working on that and spreading the gospel. So, so, hey, we're so excited uh, for this week's episode. We're going to be focusing on seasons, right? And all right, guys. Well, hello again. for those of you listening, you're, you might hear a, a little bit of a difference. And for those of you watching, you're definitely going to notice a difference. So we're going to quickly explain the timeline of this episode recording. Uh, we were uh, first going to start recording on Thursday evening. That's usually one of the nights we just usually record our, our podcast. Our good buddy and uh, co-host, uh, Matt Atwood, his power went out because they're dealing with a ton of ice and snow more than they usually do for Cincinnati. Uh, and then Friday came along and we tried Friday evening. So the first few minutes of the podcast we recorded on that um, and that has video. And uh, and yeah, so we had, we had that going on. And then there's such issues with internet and with the software we were using. So we weren't able to finish the the podcast, and uh, and yeah. So then we're here, and it's Saturday morning. <laughs> we're like, okay, we're after about wake up real- two hours of attempting to to get it in last yeah night. last yeah. night yeah I mean we were like at it for about an hour and a half two hours it was it was fantastic right, you hear Brennan Brennan there, um, and then yeah so we said Saturday morning uh, so we here we are and. Uh, wake up in the morning and Matt says his internet's out now because of the ice storm. So 
and th- and that's usually one that uses like kind of the recording software and kind of handles that side of the whole thing, just kind of giving you a little behind the scenes. So uh, t- today uh, we are going to uh, have our conversation with uh, myself here, Donald, and Brennan. So how are you doing uh, on Saturday, Brennan? <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm doing great. We're we're uh, excited for this, and uh, yeah, do, doing well. So, well, awesome. I I mean, uh, yeah, I am too. Like, I, first I was even thinking about switching topics. Like, yeah, maybe we'll do something different. I thought, you know, not always. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm I have uh, different church backgrounds uh, of dif- you know different denominations. I've kind of you know, grew up in versus like did ministry in and learned ministry in. So, um, but you know, there's that side of things where you go like, well, maybe, you know, maybe we shouldn't be doing this topic or maybe this is a topic that's going to be really beneficial and I'm going to lean Exactly what that, somebody right? needs. Like, yeah. Maybe this is something somebody needs and we've, we've dealt with so many different challenges uh, trying the, to get this the, thing recorded. The uh, beauty uh, and hurdles of, of recording in three different cities at the same time, you know? Exactly. That's how it goes, you know? Three yeah, different time I mean, zones, three different cities, uh, <laughs> across the country. So, so yeah. So, um, you know, today we're going to be talking about seasons and uh, talking about um, understanding, you know, the season that God has put you in. Um, I'm I'm a big believer in it, um, and uh, and I just in my life, um, I've a lot of times what God has done is he'd say, okay, like I'm calling you to this. I'm, I'm calling you to, um, you know, be in master's commission another year and be on staff, or I'm calling you to uh, do this. You know, a lot of times it was easier because it was based on vocation. But also mm-hmm. um, there are seasons that God, you know, has something for you. So I'm, I'm gonna, we're going to start with a scripture, and it's, it's in Ecclesiastes. Chapter three, uh, starting let's it's really verses one to one through eleven. And what'd you say, Brennan? I said let's dive in. Let's dive in. So, um, yeah, and I'm not gonna. I, I won't read it. Read it all, or maybe I will. Why not? Why not? We're in audio. Let's do it. So, <laughs> um, it, it, there's a time for everything, and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. What do workers gain from their toil? I have seen the burden God has laid upon the human race. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set, this is one of our shirts, uh, based on this scripture right here, one of my favorites, one, honestly, one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. He has also set eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. So when you read this, and, and you know, I challenge you to dive into Ecclesiastes sometime. Very fascinating. Uh, look at, you know, sometimes where it's King Solomon, he's really wrestling with, with things. Um, and uh, you look at some of the, I won't go into kind of my theological thoughts on it right now for this, but <laughs> look at, look at his, uh, what he says under heaven versus under the sun. It's really interesting stuff, but this is the time for everything under heaven. So I believe that you can take this scripture and in a lot of them that you like, like if I look at this right now, Brennan, right. Mm-hmm. And I, I look at the season I'm currently in. Yeah. Like I could totally go um, right now. I'm in the season of being silent and you go, well, Donald, you're doing a podcast. Yes, I get it. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm not in the season of speaking. And I, and I would say, you know, I, I wasn't like, so a little bit of, and I think we'll hit the David story in a little bit, Brent. I think we we hang on on this for a second. Yeah. So I for was sure. in, I was in, I was in ministry for, um. Oh, well, I mean, honestly, I was a pastor Count up for the years. Five, yeah, I was a pastor for almost five years, and then I was in ministry for over ten. Um, and it was great. And at some point in time, I started to drift away from my relationship with Jesus. It it became 
more about function. It became mm-hmm. more about um, spending time with the work of the Lord than the Lord of the work. And I, I started losing perspective, you know, started falling into sin, started um, just not having um, intimacy with God. And, yeah. um, you know, in, instead of, uh, and, I, and I'm still working on this right here, instead of preaching from um, my relationship with God, I was preaching from past stuff that I learned from the Lord instead of fresh stuff from my day-to-day thing. And I'm, that's mm-hmm. something I'm wrestling with now and working on and, and really trying to recalibrate. So so in 2020, early 2020, uh, we stepped out of ministry. We felt like God told us we can't, you know, me and my wife, we should not be in Christian leadership. And we had to let him heal some things. More me than her, to be honest with you. I wasn't in the best place. But, you know, we knew that the season God called us to was to step out of pastoral ministry, to focus on him, focus on our marriage, and focus on our kids. So we knew that that meant no volunteering at, at a local church, no serving in any capacity of leadership. We moved cross country to where my wife's family's at um, in Phoenix and um, from, from Illinois. And we knew that, um, you know, we, <clears throat> we, we had a, really a lot of busy years, um, which were very fruitful and amazing, but also busy. And we knew part of our season was, um, <clears throat> excuse me, was, um, uh, j- just focusing on Lord and our family and, and not like stacking up our schedule. So yeah, with all of the decisions we made, because we knew what our season was, you know, for the choices I should say we had, we kind of put that up against the season God called us to. And we said, okay, does this line up? So the first church we kind of attended when we first got here was awesome, was perfect for us. We didn't volunteer at all because we knew like a lot of my identity was wrapped in my gifts and my acts of service that we knew that that would not be good for us. We uh, we purposely didn't stack up our schedule because we knew we needed to breathe and focus on our family, right? So mm-hmm. so I, I think there's, there's importance with kind of knowing the season, maybe knowing what God's trying to do with you in the season, right? Yeah. Like, cause, cause I look at the rest of it, bro. And it's like a time to tear down and a time to build. I think God like is, and I'm still doing it right now, but God's like tearing things down in me, tearing down, you know, religion, tearing down, um, you know, uh, you know, uprooting things. Like, yeah. I don't even believe I'm in the season of building and planting now. I, I think I'm in, I'm, you know, a lot of these things, uh, you know, I am like, like just to give you guys context, I mean, we're almost at two years since we left ministry, right? So now, yeah, I'm just starting a podcast, but I still like the church we're at now that's much closer to home that like is in our community, which we felt like God called us to be more within our community. Um, We're serving in kids church, but I told them, I said, Hey man, like I can't preach. Like I, I know like where I'm at and like Mm -hmm. God is still working on me because it, it was, it was such a, an idol, right? I, I, um, found too much fulfillment in using my gift than spending time with the giver. And so yeah. God's still recalibrating that. So like, so because I'm aware of my seasons and, and also in some ways, what God wants to do in my life, I can then make decisions that line up with that. Because sometimes it's not like, don't get me wrong. Sometimes it's, it's, it's hard to go, okay, like God, what are you telling me to do? And you might not have like a full, not all the time where God's like, okay, you're going to walk down main street. You're going to take a right on grand. You're going to go up three lights and there, no, no, sometimes it's not like that. But when you have at least enough of an awareness of what he is telling you to do right now, it really can help you make obedient decisions. Yeah. Well, and, and I think that's that's a huge key to it. And and I'll credit even some of this thought to to our, our other co-host who isn't with us at this time. But but Matt was even sharing this as we got started talking about this whole topic, you know, and I think, Donald, we can unpack this a little bit because I think that's the biggest key is how do we realize what season we're in um, or what season God is bringing us into? And, and I think that's the biggest struggle for for all of us is 
using the wisdom of the Lord, uh, discerning what season we're in and what is God doing in the midst of that. Um, and it made me even reflect a little bit too. It, it is so for me and, and I'm 27. So for some of you listening, I might, I might be the young guy trying to, trying to bring some wisdom to the table. Um, so I'll, I'll do my best to do it justice. But, um, if I look back even the last couple of years, you know, back in 2019, I was just reflecting on this a little bit, Donald, of just the timing of things. For me, 2019 uh, was was a huge shift of seasons for me in so many ways. I finished my schooling after being in some capacity of part-time, full-time ministry, working a job and finishing my ministry degree. Uh, and in the same year there, I, or I, I'll back it up. That was like 2018 and 2019. Um, I got engaged at the end of 2018. Um, so within 2019, I graduated, uh, I got married in 2019, um, between, between those years, I transitioned into full-time ministry. Um, and so looking back on the last couple of years, I was like, holy cow, the season of my life has shifted so much. Full-time ministry, uh, being married now, being a husband uh, last couple of years. And that has really like, uh, we, we moved out. I moved out for the first time in my life uh, on my own, bought, bought my first home. Uh, so, so much was like changing in the midst of that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so many of, of our listeners right now might even either be in the season of that or coming up, uh, approaching a season. And, and you might be asking that question is like, okay, God, uh, where am I at? What am I doing? Maybe you feel like in your life, you've, you've plateaued, whether that's in your job. Cause Donald, just like you talked about, you guys stepped away from the vocation of ministry, you know, yeah. and we've talked a little bit about this is like, what is the ministry of your life? Cause if yeah. our, and I think it starts kind of going back to that thought I, I just said is like, how do we know the season we're in? is we ha really have to go back to, are we in a place where we're spending time in the Lord? Uh, you know, if, if we're not with him, how do we know we're even in the right place or not, or the right season or not? Number one. Uh, and then we have to ask that question is like, what is the ministry of our life? Because the occupation might be a third or fourth factor of what season you're in. And that might be hard because you're like, okay, well, I'm feeling like maybe the occupation I'm in is where I'm supposed to be and where God is using me. And that's awesome. Uh, but you might be in a season right now where you're like, okay, I, I feel like this chapter needs to close or I need to transition, but I'm not sure what season I'm in, you know? So I guess well, I'll no, throw I, that, I'll throw that question yeah, no, back I, to you, Don, is like, how do we discern and know what season we're in, you know? No, I think you're spot on. Cause like for me, most of the seasons, not all. Cause I'll, I'll, I'll bring a one up for an example in a second, but a lot of times it was easy for me. Cause a lot of my seasons were based upon like, you know, we were in, in masters and then we had a, a season of going into pastoral ministry. And then we went to another church for a year, which was wonderful as well. And, um, and that was kind of a different season cause God was doing something in me. And then obviously we moved out here. So moving and changing jobs or, you know, places of, you know, employment or even career field yeah. that can, you know, be used as that. Now let's speak to how long, how long you've been at Christian Hills, Brennan. So uh, on well, stat, I know on your entire life, but yeah. Yeah. No, I, for those of you that don't know me and my backstory, I was born and raised in the church that I currently serve in ministry, uh, but, but I'm, I'm going on my eighth year there uh, in ministry. Okay. So. so this is a perfect example, right? So I was a master's commission for seven years. Brennan is at the church. He's on, on staff, whether part-time or full-time for eight years now, right? So, cause mm -hmm. this is where, this is what I really want to touch on, especially with the question you brought up, because more times than not, people are in that situation, right? Like they're not moving yeah. across the country every year or two years. They're not they're not changing the place that they work for, especially as sure. you, you know, get a little bit, um, you know, let's say, you know, compared to like your younger years, hopefully you, you're able to find somewhere where you're, yeah, have some consistency where you're working three, five years, you know, at the same place, or you're just, you're at the same place, you know, community with your family. So, <coughs> excuse me. So that's where it becomes a little bit more 
uh, challenging, right? Is okay. I if I if I don't have like this life event, right? That changes. Like, how do I know it? And what I would say is, it really comes down to, man, what's God speaking to you? Like, mm-hmm. what's what's what is God showing you in His Scripture? <clears throat> what what are you hearing in the sermons at church? Why do I say that? You know how many times I've heard, like, okay, for instance, um, the other a uh, few weeks ago at at my church that we attend, which has been such a blessing to us. Uh, shout out Reveal Church <laughs> in uh, in kind of surprise area. But um, God was speaking to something during worship, and it's going to be really cool. I'm going to write a spoken word about it. Um, but that's also something that he's doing inside of me, right? And, like, there's also been times that in sermons where, you know, the pastor talks for 35, 40 minutes, but there's just one thing that the Lord takes out. There's been some times that it's not even in the sermon and the Holy Spirit speaking to me about something. So when yeah. you are in tune with, with the Lord, you know, he'll start showing you, you know, whether through his church, whether people kind of confirm what he's saying, right. We're like, Hey, you know, like they give you a word and you have to discern and make sure that is from God. I mean, usually that's, you know, com- confirming what he already spoke to you. <clears throat> Uh, at least that's what I believe. Um, and then yeah. what, what, what you're seeing in the word and, and we, a lot of times we know, like we know our sin struggles, we know our inadequacies. And for some, God's kind of given us vision or dreams for our life. You know, it's not always <clears throat> to have this like, you know, giant church or no, sometimes it's just to make a difference in people's lives. Sometimes, you know, God's going to give you vision for your home. So, I think when you have, when you start to, you know, pursue those answers, right? God can begin to reveal those things. And then you start to get in a rhythm with the Lord where you go, okay, Lord, like this is what I know you want to do in my life. Like you've convicted me for, you know, living in insecurity and, and, in such a way that you want me to be bold for my faith. Lord, you've convicted me that you want me to be set apart like the Levites, right? Um, you know, I, we, I, I need to, you know, still be in the world, but not of the world. Like I, I, I need to live a life that represents you. Lord, you, you've been really pushing me to have purity with my mind, with my choices. Um, you know, and, and a lot of times, from my experience, the seasons have two things. Um, number one, obviously it's all about the Lord, but the, the season that you're in, usually the number one priority is doing something in your life mm-hmm. that God wants to transform something he wants. And, and what's what, why don't know why? Because he wants you to become who he intended you to be from the beginning, that God had a purpose that he had uh, not, not a, when I say calling like all this, you know, your job. No, I'm talking about like the way God wired you to be that he literally knit you together in your mother's womb that this God's like, okay, this is who I want Donald to be. This is who I want Brennan to be. This is who I want Matt to be. And, but because of sin, because of our own choices, because of, you know, mistakes we might've made, we've kind of gone away from that. And so that's why we have this awesome thing as we come to Jesus and dedicate our life to him. We have this thing we call, right, is sanctification, that more and more that we're being sanctified in Christ and we're in a process and that sanctification, that completeness will not be finished until we are in heaven with him. But there's this entire process where God is doing things inside of our hearts, inside of our minds, so we can be fully who he's called us to be, right? Yeah. So so I, I think that's really the the main thing. And then the second thing is the second, you know, purpose of the seasons is for the gospel, is for others, that God has seasons where he's doing something in your life and he's doing something through your life. So when you know, okay, it's usually in those two categories, right? I mean, you can label them differently, but it's usually those two things. It's just having an understanding and a self-awareness of, A, your depravity, and B, you know, what God is speaking to you, what God is showing you, like what things are um, being triggered when you're reading the word, you know, what things you go, like something in your spirit where you go, ah, this is for me, you know, that's usually 
kind of where we've figured out the the season for our life. Right. No, and it, and it really does take spending that time. And you guys will hear us hit this time and time again because it's the whole heart of this temporal eternal idea is when you're asking these things, are you asking them, God, what's the next thing for me? Or what's the next season you have for me because it's going to benefit you? Or is it because you're asking because it's going to benefit God's kingdom? And really, it, it does come down to that, you know, and um, you really do have to take the time to, to, you know, spend with the Lord and ask him those questions. I think that living in bold faith, uh, excuse me, bold faith sometimes really is just the simple reality of going before the Lord with a completely open heart and open ears to say, God, what do you want from my life right now? And our our goal for for all of us is not to just continue to, uh, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel here. Uh, and we don't want to just reiterate things you've heard a million times. Um, but really, it does come down to that. And uh, Donald, recently, I, I was spending some time, uh, and you guys might hear me, I, I say this to my youth students all the time. You guys probably hear me talk about this all the time. When, when I know for me, when I need to go meet with the Lord, uh, when I'm feeling uh, burned out or just, I even simply just want to go spend more time with the Lord. And I'm like, all right, I got to take a break for me. That looks like, um, going outside, even sometimes in the dead of winter, uh, like it is here in Chicago, uh, which I would, I would love some warmer climate more through the year. Uh, so, so, you know, just, just throwing that out there. Uh, but the, the Lord didn't call me to do ministry in, in Hawaii, I guess. So uh, right now, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe that's a season he has for me. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, so it, for me, uh, a time recently when the, within the last few months, um, I went to my, my prayer spot that I like to go to. And uh, it, it's not super easy to get to. I have to park in a weird spot and walk pretty far. Uh, but it, it winds me up in the middle of this field and it's just, it's quiet and it's a beautiful area that I can just spend with the Lord. Um, and on this particular day, Donald, I went, went out to this spot I was watching and it, it was pretty cool. Uh, I was watching all around me. There were probably about three different thunderstorms happening in different places. Uh, if you know anything about Illinois, it's very flat, so you can see pretty far, um, cause there's no terrain at all. Um, and so I could see pretty far off in different directions that there were thunderstorms happening, but not in directly where I was. And in that moment, what I, I, I very clearly heard the Lord speaking to me was that he was trying to show me that you're seeing storms from a distance right now. And I'm going to use you and place you in people's lives, whether that's in ministry or personal relationships to help people through storms. Wow. But I'm also going to surround you with people that are going to help you through storms that you experience. And he's like, just remember and realize that I'm with you, whether you're on one side or the other of that. And it, and it was so profound, even just in that example of, of what the Lord was showing me in the middle of that field. Um, and, and I've seen it. I have I've, even in the last couple of months since that point, um, you know, of just the Lord using those different seasons uh, of different people's lives or, or myself um, for me to be able to be there for people or speak into people's lives as they've gone through storms. Uh, but also recently, um, you know, and I didn't really plan on talking about this much, but uh, within the last couple of weeks, literally within the last two weeks, we lost my grandfather um, and I was very, very close to him. And so it's, it's been really tough. Uh but the Lord has reminded me of of the, even what he spoke to me in that field is that this is a storm I'm going through and my family's going through. Uh, yeah. and, and he's really surrounded me with people uh, to, to speak into my life and, and help me through that. And I've seen the beauty of God's love through people uh, in this current season that I'm in. And so I guess when it comes back to that question of how do we discern where we're at, uh, back to what Donald said, you know, are you spending the time hearing from the Lord and what he's trying to speak to you? Because uh, that is of the most importance in this. But but yeah, uh, are are we living in the kind of faith that we're we're trusting in God, that we're saying, OK, God, I want you to speak these things, even if they're bigger than me to reveal the season that I'm in, even if that doesn't look comfortable for me right now. 
because uh, many of the seasons we go through are going to look uncomfortable, you know. Um, and I think even Donald has some some scripture and examples of those things. So uh, I'll throw it back to you, Donald. Just yeah, any thoughts to add on to that? But yeah, it, it's it's amazing what the Lord will speak to us if we're willing to listen. No, I, no, you're spot on, man. I appreciate you you sharing. We've been praying for you and the the family through that. And yeah, thanks, um, bro. Of course, man. Um, but no, I, I think you're spot on. I, I think, you know, seasons, um, you know, it's, it's important to know it. And that's the re here's the other reason why it's important to kind of have an understanding of that you're in a season is so that you're in the season. Uh, so many times, uh, what happens is, um, we can get distracted. We can just get distracted with other things in this, in the season we're in. We can yep. get distracted with the good old days. You don't know, dude, being in, in ministry, man, I saw that so much where we go through challenging times and, you know, people think about the good old days where we were able to do this or that, or this many people or this, you know, and it's just like, okay, we're not, we're not there. We're, we're here. <laughs> yeah. Or, um, people are looking so forward because maybe God has given them some type of direction, but that direction could be in three or four years, right? Yeah. And the the truth is, is that your season today is a process and, and there's purpose for your season. Your season that you're in right now might be what's helping you... <laughs> heal or go through, you know, go through a process Absolutely. from what you just came out of. Your yeah. season right now might be preparing you for the season you're entering. Like yes. so many times people are like, "I God's called me to do this. Maybe he has, but if you miss out on what he's doing today, you might never get there because right. God has to prepare. You know, it's the the quote and, and masters we always used to hear. And uh, I mean, probably all the staff said it, but Matt Nita Poole said it all the time, you know, don't, don't let your talent take you where your character can't sustain you. I mean, that sneaky mm. thing is like totally me. Like, this is like, I'm like, okay, I need to make sure I get it right this time, this next time around, like make yeah. sure that like your character, your relationship with the Lord, like all of those things have to set the precedent, right. And have to be in line before you get to whatever, you know, that next thing is. So, so realize like, make sure to be where you're supposed to be. Second Samuel eleven one story of David and, and Bathsheba. We're just going to read the one scripture, one the one verse at the very very beginning of the chapter. In the spring, at the time when kings go off to war, David was, was sent Joab with the king's men and the whole Israelite army. They destroyed the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah, but David remained in Jerusalem. Wait 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 no no. In the spring, go guys. At the time when kings go off to war, so David, as the king of Israel should have went off to war, but instead he remained in Jerusalem. And what ends up happening? Well, he ends up being in his kingdom on, you know, looking down at somebody, uh, Bathsheba bathing on a rooftop. And he begins to uh, lust after her, then covet another man's wife, then commits adultery, then uh, because of the sin, and then he's going to get her pregnant. And all of a sudden now he's uh, setting up her husband, who was an honorable man in David's army, to die on the battlefield so that he could wed her, it, you know, so, and like, literally, I mean, I just named off probably like four or five sins <laughs> that happened. Right. And, and why, why well, truly believe, you know, would that have happened anyway? Possibly, possibly, you know, like, could they have, could he have gone off to war and then he comes back and that happened? Of course. But I, I also believe in the word of God and I believe things are on purpose and that God puts things on purpose. And yes, there's going to be temptation, but God's never going to give you uh, more temptation than, you know, he's always going to give you a way out like scripturally he is. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so with, you know, that being said though, like I believe sometimes the way out, like here's the deal. And you can look at in Proverbs five where it's talking about like the adulterous woman and, and those sort of things like that. Right. And there's like a, a um, a story, a short story that my dad sent me one time. And it was this man who was walking down the road. Um, and you know, and, and he, he fell in the hole, you know? So, okay. And then somebody helped him out. And then he, uh, the next day he, he was walking and, um, 
you know, this time he he fell fell in the hole again down the road, but he was able to climb out. Hmm. Then the next day, what he did is he just walked down another street. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so sometimes I believe like like the way to get out is like is to do what God's called you to do. Yeah. I mean, it, it's 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 that it's what that is right so right. this whole story is david was was should have been out to war where he was should have been now is there a real reason that why he wasn't that we don't know in the scriptures possibly but even like later on we're, we're reading or, or earlier on in first samuel uh 13 we see samuel rebuke saul king saul was the one before david and basically what was happening there was there was thousands that were attacking israel and he was supposed to wait for samuel to to make the sacrifice and he did it he was not patient he waited to what he thought was the last hour and then he made a sacrifice and he was disobedient to god and then like moments later i mean can you believe this like samuel comes up and then he rebukes him and why because because saul wasn't obedient and this and that was the beginning of the end that was where like samuel says hey like you're you're it's over like God's going to have somebody like that was the beginning of the end. And that's kind of segued where David, you know, became king of Israel. So yeah, it's ex- extremely important to know the season that you're in and to, to be in this season. Right. And that's, I think those are two great contrasts where either God might be using where you're at right now, the season that you're within as a place of patience Right. And we see this in scripture time and time again, where God is preparing you. God is building things up and and working things out. And like the scripture in Ecclesiastes, where it's a certain time where God might be bringing some healing and some deliverance in your life. And he's prepping and preparing you for whatever the next thing might be. And it requires a little bit of patience. And then sometimes we might be sitting in a place. And I'm not saying for you guys listening, this is one way or the other. That's yeah, between pray and wrestle about exactly. Yeah. That's this is just a challenge and, and hopefully spur and encourage you guys to to just even think and look and pray about where you're at. Mm-hmm. But the flip side of that is we we might be sitting in complacency um, uh-huh. and, and comfortability. And don't get me wrong, there's there's sometimes I, I don't want to call out and say that you might be in a place and God has spoken to you and you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing and it feels great and it doesn't necessarily mean it's it's a hundred percent comfortable, but it feels right. And I encourage that. That's amazing. You know, but sometimes we get in place where we're like, ah, because I'm fearful of change or because I'm not sure of where the next thing might come from. Uh, we, we might sit in complacency and not actually jump into what God has for us. Kind of like the flip side of David, where he decided to take a, a step back and he he was in the wrong place at the wrong time, you know, and uh, and he fell into the wrong things. Now, I'm not saying that, yeah, you know, you're going to slip into a downward spiral of sin and it's going to ruin your entire life. I pray that doesn't happen. <laughs> but are we listening to what the Lord is is saying right now in this place? Um, and I, I think that's such a challenge within our society in how it functions. It's kind of like this consumerism mentality. Uh, what's the next thing? What's the biggest thing? What's the most grandiose thing? Uh, but sometimes there is just the simplicity of doing what God has called you to do in the place that he, he has you in right now. And sometimes he is challenging us to take that next step of faith and, and go after something different and something new. What's most important, again, I'll come back to it, is that are you spending that time with the Lord? And uh, one one quick scripture that I like to try, and uh, it really is a huge challenge for me, Donald. I'm, I'm working on doing this better in, in my life, uh, but I come back to the idea of 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. It says, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Like above all else, God just wants me to sit in his presence and rejoice in him and his joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength, right? To pray continually through every season that I'm in and give thanks in every single circumstance. And that simply is what he has willed for my life, to give him praise and honor him with my life. That can mean so many different things as far as what vocation I'm in, what venue I'm in, what, you know, it's like, those are all kind of like secondary things, but first and foremost, the Lord wants me to sit in his presence, trust in him, pray continually, give him thanks, no matter what I'm going through. 
Um, yeah. And trust me, that's difficult. <laughs> I'm, I'm not great at it every day. Uh, it's, it's a work in progress for me. And so, uh, but I, I try to keep that as a reminder of, am I doing those things? You know, so it's, it's tough, but, but maybe that's even just a encouragement for you is, are you, are you spending that time with the Lord? You know? No, for sure. And, I, and I'll circle back to the war conversation. Cause I think as you were talking, I was like, oh, I know exactly where you're going. And I was like, it's, it's funny. Like when you, when you have, when you, when you like to share about the, you know, share about God and the Bible or you preach or something, you hear somebody preaching that makes you stir and want to, you know, preach yeah. it and, you know, the same way. But, um, so many times, like so many sermons, uh, are focused on that one side of things, which is kind of what we talked about at the beginning, which is like, Hey, the season that's preparing you for the next season. But yeah. like Brendan was saying, I think some of us are in war and we don't even realize it. Hmm. And I don't even just mean like the war, war within our soul, you know, like, no, but I mean, like, I, I, what I mean is like, I, I think that c- complacency and being comfortable is one of the enemy's greatest tricks in America. Hmm. It, because that when you know, like when persecution comes, one of two things happen as Christians, you either rise up or you, or you just like, you give up, right? There's, there's, but when there's complacency and comfortability, right? Being comfortable, um, if that's a word, let's just say being comfortable. Yeah, we'll throw it in there. Um, <laughs> we'll throw it in there. Hey, there you go. Um, is it lulls us into sleep, right? And or, and or we just take a back seat, you know, hundred percent. Cause, cause here, so here's the, here's the deal. Your God might be calling you to a new season. And I, me and Leah talked about this two weeks ago mm-hmm. because so many times in the Christian church, and, and I'm not saying pastors, I'm just saying Christians have so much focus and emphasis on our job title. Yeah. That we don't realize that <clears throat> your season might not change your job title, but your season might change. Like, okay, what you're called to do. Like I might, I worked at Kmart. So let's just use a grocery store, right? Like I, I, I've, I've done it. Right. So, um, and I loved it. If we, we pranked, it was funny, but anyways, um, <laughs> that I'm getting distracted here. Retail might, experience is work, great for everybody. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, you know, you might work in retail and you might go like, okay, you know, this is a season of my, I'm in. Okay. Now God's saying, okay, I've, I've done a process in you and now it's time to be a light. It's time to be a light with your coworkers. Not, not to say you're all, you should always be a light in some way, but now God's calling you to step in boldness yeah. of where you're at to, to the community that you're in, that you've, you've been in for forever that God's saying, Hey, it, it's time to, it's time to wake up. It, it's time to step up. It's time to be a light. It's time to stop being complacent. And that might be the season that you're in. And, and because so many times, so many times, I, I honestly think that, uh, the enemy is okay sometimes with the sermons about the, the process of like, Oh, we have to be in the season because a lot of times we get lulled into sleep and we're mm-hmm. like, yes, God is always doing something inside of us to prepare us for the next season. But what are the actions? What are the things that he's doing? Perfect example for me right now. I think I'm peeking here. Sorry, guys. I'm preaching a little bit right now. <laughs> like I said earlier, God has called me not to preach at a pulpit on a stage, but we are serving in our kids ministry. I'm, I'm and sometimes we have our own kids in kids ministry. So I know that I'm called to do that just because I'm not in this. Do I believe I'm, I, you know, the, the Lord is going to have me preach a sermon at a church or at an outreach or on a stage again? Yes. Did I believe that two years ago? To be honest with you, no, I didn't. Hmm. But now I do believe that God's going to probably bring that back in some capacity, maybe not in full-time vocational, but I think that it's what God is. God has put that inside of me, but see right that now, I'm he's, not supposed to do it. He's discerning his seasons. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, but no, but this is exactly it. But yeah. I know yeah. in the midst of God preparing me for that, that he is having me volunteer and serve in the kids ministry and also like love on some of the young adult guys at our church and kind of not be a mentor for him, but just be kind of a leader and somebody for, you know, for them to, and a lot of them don't know I'm a pastor. I don't share that with people or that I was a pastor. Right. So, yeah. so I, I really feel this on my heart and I told Brendan today, I was like, Hey, we gotta, well, let's make it short today and go 25, 30. Of course we didn't. Of course we're at like 40 right now, which we're is, both long winded. So we're both long winded. This is what's expected, but I really, really <laughs> want to, I, I want to 
hammer this home with you guys is that I believe that there are some people that are going to listen to this that are always every season they're focused on, well, God's doing this in the season and then eventually out. No, there is purpose today. There is purpose for your today to make a difference in, in the lives of the people around you, for you to, to be able to minister to, for you to, yeah. to, to do something with, right? Like there is something today that yes, God's preparing you for tomorrow and there might be something, you know, different. I don't even want to say bigger or better, but also that like you might be in a season of action. Don't let yourself be lulled to sleep. Just because God is is doing something in your life doesn't mean he can't use you to make a difference. So many mm-hmm. times you're like, well, mm-hmm. once I'm perfect, I'll be. No, you're never going to be. Per- Sanctification, baby. Exactly. Like you're never going to be perfect. It's all you're always going to go through this process. You yeah. always have to crucify your flesh daily. Like this is a never ending thing until you are whole and in in eternity in heaven. So if you because re- a lot of times you're like, well, once I learn this amount of the Bible. Hmm. Once God does this, man, then I'll share my faith. Then I'll do this. No, 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 no. In the midst of the transformation and of God preparing you for the God yeah. preparing you for the next season doesn't mean you stay at home and you don't be a light. That doesn't yeah. mean that you don't actually live out your purpose as a Christian, which is actually to to have action, you know? Right. Yeah, and and that's that's exactly it. It's like we we will always and I think this is a reality because because God is all about being real. And I believe full heartedly God makes things practical for us. I think we as yeah. human beings complicate our faith, you know, and don't get me wrong. The Lord is going to challenge us and call Mystify us to it. That's yeah, exactly. exactly right. We, we got to do all these things and be spiritual. And once you hit this certain level and we've talked about that, you know, it's like, no, it's like, what does the Lord want to do today right now yeah. where he has you? You know, and uh, this is the last thing I'll share, Donald, I I think just with this this scripture, as you were talking, that came to mind. John 15, 4, it says, remain in me and I will remain in you. Just as a uh, just as no branch can bear fruit by itself unless it remains in the vine. Are you connected to the Lord? Are you connected to the source? Because here's the thing. You and I will always feel inadequate because we are. We just simply are. It requires us to draw on the strength of the Lord to be able to even function and do the things he's called us to do. And so sometimes we become so reliant on uh, even calling things the provision of the Lord, and they 100% are. You know, I could look at uh, my salary, my income, and be like, all right, this is, uh, I, I feel comfortable in this, you know, and, and I'm trusting in this. And I actually might get into a place where I start to trust the function of my income more than I'm trusting what God is providing. Does that make sense? It's like, you know, and so it's like, do I look outside the box and say everything that I have comes from the Lord because he is the vine. Like I have to be tied into him. I have to be connected to him even to function in the current season I'm in, even to transfer into the next season God might have to have for me. And so I, I think it's so, so important. Remain in the Lord. He will remain in you. Go back to that place where you are are sitting with the Lord and you are, like Donald said, maybe even in the midst of of working through that and warring through what that looks like. And uh, you might be saying, man, I, I feel like I'm in a season of transition. I don't know what the next step is. Great. Go to the Lord. He's going to be the one that's going to show you. I can't tell you what it is. Donald can't tell you what it is. Matt can't, your pastor can't tell you what it is. God has to be the one that speaks that to your life. And and that's where we have to go. We have to make him the source of it. No, spot on, man. Um, I I think that will kind of end right there, you know, is just be in the vine, right? Be, be with God, um, be close to his heart and you will have the understanding, understanding and discernment to, uh, you know, know what he's doing in, in your life in, in some capacity. Don't get me wrong. Like there are some times where, you know, there's been plenty of seasons where I'll look back and I'll see like all these other things that he orchestrated that I, I didn't have a perspective of. Um, and also I believe in heaven. I'm going to see a ton of stuff that God saved me from, did, yeah. you know, his purpose that was like way beyond my comprehension. But for the things I do know, like, okay, God, you're you're doing this. Um, you know, and 
this is what you want to do in my life. Sometimes I don't even know the reasoning behind it, but I just know that you want to do something, right? Yeah. And sometimes yeah. God will put something in front of us because he has a greater purpose, but he knows, okay, I need to have something that they're they're going towards. So um, were you going to say something? No, I was, I was the last encouragement I think I was going to add was just, you know, uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. You know, if you're watching on YouTube and you can drop a comment or uh, if yeah. you're just listening, um, we want to hear from you. What, what, how has God spoken uh, to you in different seasons? How has God brought you through different seasons? Uh, maybe you need prayer right now, uh, whether, whether you're on uh, our social and, and just, you know, shoot us a DM and we'd love to pray as God is walking you through the different seasons. And, and we're just excited in our prayers that this, this encourages you to, to know that you're not alone in this. Um, and, and God is always working. So. Yep. Amen, man. So, well, thank you guys for, for listening to the temporal eternal podcast. Seek out what season that you're in, if you don't know it, and then live that out, attack it, attack the season that you're in. Um, and, and what that season is that God wants to do inside of you and also what he wants to do through you, you know? So, um, once again, uh, like Brent said, uh, you know, make sure you subscribe, uh, and follow on, on Spotify, Apple, and YouTube. Do all of them if you can help us support us. Cause then a lot of times other people will see and our heart and goal for this is that, um, obviously a, a big piece of this is for Christians, but also for others who are kind of exploring the thought of faith and Christianity and Jesus, that this might be a kind of a witness for them and, and something for them to consider is the gospel. Um, and uh, yeah, of course, at temporaleternal.com, really appreciate your support. If there's a, a shirt or hat you like, feel get, free some to that. get some merch, get some merch. Some of the proceeds are actually going to be going to uh, some gospel focused media content. Uh, there's a really, I'm, big vision God's kind of given, given us for a, uh, a, a gospel message website. So different than the website you see right here, but it's literally just about, uh, promoting Jesus and, um, and then also doing some YouTube videos that are more creative spoken words, things like that. So some of the proceeds of the store are going to, uh, fuel, fuel that, be able to support that, um, you know, that mission, if you will. So we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Blessings, and, uh, everybody. We'll, we'll, blessings. We'll see you next week.